0: Super Bowl Sunday 2 days away. Happy Friday everybody. It is Joe Beamer. It is the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. You guys can laugh at me. I know you do. But JLo, lo Shakira, I think you're going to see some uh, appearances by other Miami favorites, Pitbull, Gloria Estefan. I'm uh, I'm quite excited to see What is to be uh, not only the game, I'm very excited for the actual game, as we talked about yesterday, Uh, but the halftime show, I think, should be very entertaining. So, uh, yes, the opening songs for each hour will be from one of the two artists at the halftime show. Just a little heads up. How's everyone doing? Kicking off the weekend. The sun is out. That's nice. We got a few things to talk about today, but first, uh, this is a shorter first segment. I, I got to get something off my chest, and, and I know everyone is probably sick of me always talking about how miserable people are on social media. Um, but let's let's go back six days or, or five days. My math is not the best. Sunday, uh, very tragic. Kobe Bryant and eight others went down in that helicopter crash, and anyone my age, my generation, I mean, if you watched sports, you watched Kobe Bryant. Even if you weren't an NBA fan, um, you were a Kobe fan or you knew of Kobe. You saw a lot of Kobe highlights. Uh, And and just, it's so tragic. Kobe Bryant, you know, gone at 41. Three teenage girls, 13 years old, uh, gone. You know, just tragic. And it reminds you, how fragile life is, and it reminds you that you know not every day is promised. Tomorrow's not promised. The only thing that was promised is yesterday. And for me, it, it hit hard. You know, just call those or or communicate with those that you haven't talked to in a while. Just let them know that you know you still love them. You know, we haven't seen each other. I think Shaquille O'Neal put it perfectly on Tuesday when he said, "You know, I work a lot." same here, you know, we, we all have busy lives. And I think we forget to stay in touch with those who mean a lot to us. And when that happened on Sunday, uh, you know, tragic, and as the news kept coming in, it just was more and more tragic. And I thought to myself, there are people out there I have not talked to in a while, and I just wanna reach out and, and you know let them know that, hey, we might not have talked for a few months or maybe even a few years, but just know, still here for you, still love you. And I thought, okay, you know, people are, are going to put their phones down, maybe get off social media, a- and just reach out to a family or a, fr- a family member or a friend. And it was less, less than 12 hours. And people are already back on Twitter just going after each other on politics, the John Bolton thing, breaking Sunday night. It's like you couldn't wait 12 hours. And just sit back, reflect. I mean, such a tragic event like that, that reminds you of how fragile life is. It reminded me that I might not be here tomorrow, and there are people who have not heard from me in months or years that I, I want them to know that they are still very important to me. And to see people on Twitter just completely ignore that and go right back, to their debating politics, they're just miserable social media posts uh, attacking the other side. And again, it's just, to me, you might disagree with me, but I, I just think that's, that's embarrassing. I think that's pathetic. You can't, for 12 hours, just sit back, reflect on life. You have to get right on Twitter. Oh, this John Bolton news. I gotta, get, I gotta tag people on the other side of the aisle. You know, hopefully... One day, when I'm saying all of this, hopefully it clicks with a lot of people listening right now. And it's clicked in the past when I brought it up. But to be reminded how fragile is, do you really want your last Twitter post or Facebook post to be about the impeachment trial? To be about something political? I know I don't. All right, when we come back. We will kick things off here on WBEN. I do want to talk Super Bowl traditions. What are you looking for in the game? So that will be our last hour today. We will talk about the big game coming up on Sunday and what do you look forward to? What are you rooting for? Your squares? Did you bet on the line? Did you bet the over-under? We'll talk all that in the final hour. Also, on Sunday, there is no hard line because I am running the... Super Bowl warm-up, 5K in Middleport. Looking forward to that as well. All right, I saw this yesterday, and how could I not do this as a topic? I think this will be a fun topic today. Now, what I'm about to read you is real news. This isn't parody. I'm not exaggerating the truth. This is an actual story of something happening in Albany. All right, you ready for this? Lawmakers want to know why people are leaving New York. No, you heard me right. Two assemblymen, uh, one from each party, want to know why people are leaving New York. My first question is, do they live in New York? I think if you spent more than a week in this state, you would understand why people are leaving this is a statement now by the way it's republican senator jim tedesco and democratic assemblyman angelo santa barbara so they are the ones that want to know why people are leaving new york and here's their statement on what they're doing okay this is a statement from both lawmakers Let's reach out to New Yorkers to find out what's happening, said Assemblyman Santa Barbara, who is the Assembly Chair of the Commission on Rural Resources. Quote, more than 80 percent of New York state is made up of rural communities with around 3.3 million residents in 44 rural counties. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, Santa Barbara said, If this continues, we could face the possibility of losing a seat in 2022 redistricting, reducing our representation in Washington, D.C. New York State must address the needs, interests, and concerns of these communities if we are serious about stopping the population decline. The elephant in the room that our state government's not talking about is why New York State is number one for highest population loss in the nation. I love New York is New York's slogan. Unfortunately, in New York State and in our upstate communities, too many people are saying, I'm leaving New York. When enough people who can't afford to leave New York State are gone, who will be left to pay for the infrastructure, healthcare, schools, and other necessities, said Senator Jim Tedesco. This is a bipartisan effort to shine the light on this problem that's causing people to leave our upstate communities and to find out why the empire state is fast becoming the empty state so we can change the agenda to keep them here. Okay. Real easy. Now, this is my opinion. People are leaving New York state because it's too expensive to live here. If you are a working person, and you go to work to earn your living, most likely you are not happy living in New York state. Taxes here are ridiculous. It's not even the politics. Like I can do with a majority of people in this state disagreeing with my politics. That's fine. That's fine. I love a diverse opinion setting. That's great. But it's when the politicians' only answer to anything is to raise taxes. Anytime they are faced with anything. It's not cutting anything. It's just adding more taxes. To where, why am I going to work? Why are you going to work? To pay the state. And yes, it is... People leaving the state, that's who's leaving. Wait, that made, that made no sense. People who work 40-hour weeks, 50-hour weeks, they're the ones who are leaving. The income for the state, 77,000 people left last year in New York State. That leads the country. And no, they didn't all go to Florida. They didn't all go to the tropics. A lot of them went, a lot of them went to Pennsylvania. It's not 80 degrees and sunny in Pennsylvania. So I want to know from you, pretty easy question here. Why are people leaving New York State? Why are you still in New York State? And what does New York State have to do to bring people back? Because, yes, I agree with the first two texts. It is the taxes that sent people packing. But I think you're going to need more than low taxes to get people back. So I want to know from you why people are leaving, why you're still here. If you are listening to me on the AM dial, most likely... You still live in New York State. Why are you still living here? And then, yes, what would get people to come back to New York? And then, now this next question might not be as obvious, but I think it's important. And I don't mean all politicians when I ask this question. I do not mean all politicians. So just remember that when I ask this question. Why do we elect such disconnected people to government positions? Think about it. You have to ask this question. You've been in Albany too long, in my opinion. And that question's not just from this this questionnaire that's going out in Albany. Watching the impeachment hearings, I just think, why... Are most of our politicians in Albany and in Washington, D.C. so disconnected from reality? Personally, I think it's because we don't have term limits and we let people become career politicians. Guess what? Going to work every day in Washington or in Albany or the capitals here in Erie County, that's not reality. And it seems like people... And again, I mean most, not all, but people who have been working politics their entire life, it seems that reality is something they don't understand. They are so disconnected. I mean, seriously, do you think, and I I could say someone from either party, so I, I don't mean to single out Adam Schiff, but he's been all over the news, but do you think Adam Schiff could go do your job? Work a full week? I mean, they had to do it for two weeks, and they're starting to complain. But really, unless you're an attorney, but think of your job. Think of what you're doing right now. On the road driving somewhere. Maybe you're a salesman. Do you think Adam Schiff could do that job? And I'll take someone from the other side. Do you think Mitch McConnell could do that job? They are so detached from reality Why are these the options we get for politicians? 803-0930, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 3930. I've got some good responses on Facebook as well. So I know a lot of questions for you. I think the first one's pretty obvious. But why are people leaving New York And I'm more interested because I think I know the answer to number one. I'm more interested on why you're in New York, why you stayed in New York. And then again, think of your friends who have left. What would it take to get them back in New York State? I think it would take more than just lowering taxes. Once you're gone, it's going to take more than lowering taxes to get you to come back. And then yes, why do we elect such disconnected people? It seems like we're living in two completely different realities. 803-0930, start 930, more after this.
3: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
0: Welcome back. It is the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. That's right. We are that much closer to the weekend and to Super Bowl 54. The Chiefs and the Niners should be a fun game to watch. Even if you don't like football, I think it'll be a great halftime show. All that stuff we'll get into at the 11 o'clock hour. Right now we're talking, why are people leaving New York State? Now you might think, Joe, that's such an obvious question. Why are you asking while people are leaving New York State? Well, it's not me asking it. It is a bipartisan questionnaire being put out by two members. I'm sorry, one member of the state Senate, one member of the Assembly in Albany. And they are honestly asking you, why are people leaving New York State? So I thought, hey, they did my show prep for me. I wanna know, why are people leaving New York State? Why are you still in New York State? And what would bring people back? I really don't think just lowering taxes will bring people back. And why are the people we elect to office? Most of them, not all. And this goes for local government, state government, and in D.C. Why are the people we elect so disconnected from reality? It seems like we live in two separate realities. That's reading this questionnaire or watching the impeachment. And this is not a one-party thing. You look at members of both parties. Why are our choices always people who just seem to be living that political lifestyle? Shouldn't be doing that your entire life. You go, you serve your time, and you're out. Definitely, if you've watched this impeachment hearing... If you've followed it, followed anything going on in Albany and you still don't think term limits are the way to go, you might be just as disconnected, in my opinion. 803 let's go over to Grand Island and talk to Elaine. Elaine, good morning. Good morning. Elaine, why are people leaving New York State? I don't know
1: why. I just know I came back. I couldn't wait to get back.
0: Elaine, that's a better question. Why did you come back?
1: My family's here. After I retired, my job transferred me to Ohio. I lived there for 30 years. In those 30 years, I kept driving back to Buffalo for holidays and family occasions and family weddings and things like that. But as soon as I retired, I was sitting there alone by myself one day, and I said, what am I going to do? And I said, I'm coming back to Buffalo.
0: Elaine, let me ask you, though. Was living in Ohio easier on your pocketbook than living in New York State?
1: It's easy to meet here right now. I'm retired and I'm I'm have my pension and my social security and stuff like that. I'm very happy here. I couldn't wait to come home. We have so much to offer in Western New York. If everybody could see what's available to us. It's it's
0: wonderful. Well, Elaine, we are glad to have you back and don't be a stranger to the show, okay? Have a good day now. All right, Elaine. Elaine in Grand Island. She left, came back because you put money aside, you put politics aside. What is, just like I started the show off with, what's the most important? It's family. It's family. And you don't want to be too far away from them. I understand that. 803 Let's talk to Mary in Lancaster. Mary, good morning.
3: Oh, good morning. Uh, Joe, how are you doing?
0: Mary, I'm doing well. Uh, why do you think people are leaving New York State?
3: Well, uh, I have a an idea... Uh, yesterday I was watching, uh, there was a very good uh, report. I I hope I give them the, the right credit. I think it was Luke Moretti. He was talking to, um, you know, like hospital workers and health care workers. And I think the problem is mostly it's like the, the governor's talking about Medicare and Medicaid, right? But when I would like to see these politicians speak about, you know they talk about taxes. Why doesn't the governor talk about uh, aid to like healthcare workers and as far as like you know aid to like schools and give encouragement to to encourage kids to go to college? Like UB, like you've talked about these students at UB. Uh, why don't they encourage teach you know uh, kids to to go into teaching and to, into into uh, healthcare because that is what is needed Edu- good education, and I think the the it's the taxes, but the taxes should be uh, appropriated properly. That I think that's the big problem. You know, um, you know, t- taxes is one thing, but taxes in the right place. If you tax the right, you know, apply the taxes in the right place, then people wouldn't object because they're you know
0: they would benefit from whatever, what the taxes are for. Well, Mary, I'll let you finish, but let me interject. Don't you think you get to a point where the state just can't afford certain things, and people, you know, they want to enjoy their way of life without having to give the state more and more money?
3: Right. I know. But but we pay the taxes anyway, right? We're paying the taxes anyway. But why not apply those taxes where they would be? Beneficial, where they would come back to us through you know education and um you know health care and stuff there's all these seniors uh there was like i say there was a report on you know, about this um the health care workers you know all they they promise these politicians okay it's one thing it's politics, okay, they promise everything they all oh, the best health care healthcare and everything, but they don't say who's going to provide that health care what what good is uh, be, the best you know Cadillac healthcare. If you don't have somebody that's going to provide that service, you need even the nurses' aides. You know, when I was in the hospital, then I was so grateful for those nurses' aides and the just the the basic people that are working their way up. They they're good aides and everything. Then they go into nursing. And then they go into you know if they like it, they'll stay in medicines and they maybe become you know nurses or doctors or whatever. But some of them are just using you know they're working as Hospital aids. why not give those people are doing something better than giving aid to uh addicts and giving all these um programs for for addict control I think that is the whole point people should apply their taxes where it would be beneficial forget about i mean I'm sorry about these addicts but I think having an opioid clinic is uh, worse i i would I would rather have a clinic where where they or a school where they would teach uh, people how to take care of you know like be aides and hospital workers and go into medicine. Then rather than uh, giving somebody giving free Narcan, I would take that money, uh, give free uh, diabetes injections and free you know these uh, epipens. Why don't why don't they give free epipens instead of Nar- a Narcan?
0: Okay, all right, Mary. Thanks for the call. I get what Mary's saying. She says that if people saw their tax dollars in work, at work. They wouldn't be as prone to leave. But I think, and we've seen numbers go down of opioid overdoses and addiction numbers are hopefully starting to go down. That's one place I think the state got it right. All right. We we have to control these numbers. We are losing too many people uh, to the opioid crisis and to opioid addiction. So, I get where Mary's going. She wants to see her tax dollars at work, something that will benefit the taxpayer. I understand that. But a lot of people addicted to opioids are also taxpayers, and we need to help them get them back on track so they're not losing their life to uh, opioid addiction. So, Mary, I know where you're talking. We have a disagreement there, though I think that's one place The state is getting it right. 803-0930, star 930. If you're on hold, we will get to you after this. Joe Beamer, it is the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Lawmakers want to know, why are people leaving New York State? So I thought, hey, that's a good question. Why are people leaving New York State? Why are you still here? And what would bring people back? Also... If you've watched anything happen in Albany, or followed the impeachment trial, you've noticed something. A lot of politicians are just disconnected, detached from reality, and I want to know why do we keep electing people so disconnected from the world they govern? Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. Taking these in order, let's go to Dan in West Seneca. Dan, good morning. Hey,
4: how are you, and good morning to you, and just a great topic. Oh, wow. Very good. Well, thank you, Dan. Um, well, the first one, New York and why are people leaving? Well, part of it would be the age of the residents of the state of New York. Uh, we happen to be kind of old, and we're retiring and we're moving to friendlier climate, uh, whether it's Arizona or Florida. And I think if you looked at the increase in population in Arizona and Florida, you're going to see that there is a migration of older people there uh, leaving uh, northeastern states um, for lots of reasons. But uh, they have the money to leave here. They've, they've worked, they're done, and they're going. Uh, and then younger people. Uh, They're just going for opportunities that, in their perception right now, are not here for them. And I thought Mary touched on something uh, pretty good, although she didn't go in the direction with it I would have. Uh, I would say part of the reason that taxes are so high now is because never in my lifetime has governments, whether they're federal, state, uh, or municipal, your cities and your counties, we are subsidizing businesses, and and I'll just for New York, I'll give you an example because we got quite a deficit. Uh, Six hundred million dollars went to the New York Yankees to build a new stadium. Four hundred went to the New York Mets to build a new stadium.
0: Uh, I think well, Dan, and I'll let you continue. But those are two projects that taxpayers are actually benefiting off of.
4: Oh, okay, I, I will address that in a second. If you, I'm just going to give you a quick list, and I I want to address what you just said. 100%. Uh, you had uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they built a new arena to play basketball, uh, $600 million from the tax base for that. Uh, certainly, here we had Solar City, it was called at the time, $800 million. Uh, and then there are the subsidies to the fossil fuel companies that have been in place for 30 or 40 years. Um, when you take your publicly raised tax dollars and you funnel them into private business, It leaves a revenue shortage to cover uh, infrastructure uh, spending, educational spending, uh, and our rate of incarceration is is very, very high. And the wages that are paid to house inmates uh, and their benefit package uh, are very, very, very expensive. So uh, you said that there was a benefit to subsidizing these businesses, and I would have to venture that it's almost a zero-sum. In other words, you give $600 million to uh, the Steinbrenner family uh, who own the New York Yankees, and you say that because they employ people, uh, you know, people go to the game, they sell their jerseys, so on and so forth, that eventually the tax base would get the money back. And I would have to say how long, how long before you get a return on your investment and how long before they say they need more money for another phase of their business. I think that if we're a capitalistic country and we have free enterprise, businesses should not be allowed to use the tax base as their piggy bank. And we would provide more jobs if we built roads and bridges, rebuilt 150 year old sewer and water systems.
0: Dan, just because we have rush coming up in less than a minute, But New York State does that, yes, but almost every other state subsidizes for stadiums, for professional sports teams, to attract professional sports teams. Las Vegas started building an arena before they even had a hockey team. So it's not just New York State doing that, but we don't see people leaving those states like they are in New York State.
4: I'll i address that. How did the NFL come up with a half a billion dollars to help them build a multi billion dollar stadium in Las Vegas when they're a nonprofit corporation? It's been shift.
0: Hey Dan, Dan, we got we got Rush coming up. Thank you so much for the call. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We will get to your calls after we check in with Rush and update the news here on News Radio nine thirty WBenO. But first, it is time for the 10 o'clock cash code. The 10 a.m. cash code is FACE, F-A-C-E. Text FACE to 72881. You could win $1,000.